1: All five cravable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and
4: enjoy it with Splash Refresher. The following podcast contains dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised.
5: For the Stiles family, destiny was determined by a very unique birth defect.
3: It's just two fingers on each hand and one toe on each leg. It's been going on 152 years.
5: But this family knew how to take physical misfortune
6: and turn it into profit.
3: The family show was known as the lobster family.
6: Brady wasn't being put on stage because he had talent put on stage because of the fact that he was a freak.
5: As the crowds grew, the real drama
0: happened off stage. He grabbed their testicles with his claw and squeezed like an anaconda snake.
7: I felt like I was in the twilight
5: zone. This circus sideshow would end badly in a shocking crime of revenge and regret.
3: And he looked at her, he says, do you know how easy it would be to just slit your throat right now?
6: He was murdered because he deserved to be murdered.
5: 20 miles south of Tampa, Florida, rests a -a one-of-a-kind place where the abnormal
0: is normal.
3: Gibsonton is known as the carnival
0: town. It's a place that carny people can winter And so everybody is in the business. The
7: people that live there are are different. Think carnies are hustlers. And they'll pretty much do anything to make a buck.
3: A lot of people consider the carney as scum of the earth. Gibson just was our home.
5: The locals believe they've seen it all until one of their own becomes a victim of a shocking act of violence.
7: Got a call in the middle of the night from my homicide sergeant telling me that there's a death investigation and I needed to go out to it.
5: And like the town itself, the scene of the crime is anything but predictable.
7: I noticed when I first got there in a wheelchair out in front of the house. The patrol supervisor on scene told me that there were some physical disabilities and that these people are part of the carnival network.
5: The dilapidated exterior of the trailer suggests the residents had fallen on hard times. But on the
7: inside, a horror show awaits. Going in the house, I can see a man deceased sitting in a chair, slumped over. And all he's wearing are boxers. And there were three bullet holes to the back of the head. But there's more than the cause of death
5: that catches the detective's eye.
7: I noticed that the victim had Very short arms, and on the end, of the arms were... His digits were, like, fused together, and the hands were enlarged. To me, they looked like claws. I felt like I was in the twilight zone.
5: After taking note of the victim's extraordinary appearance,
7: Detective Willette assesses the crime scene. I found no forced entry in the windows or the doors. I didn't see any motive for robbery here. This was a premeditated cold act. Somebody wanted this guy dead and we needed to find out why. Detectives will soon learn that the
5: list of suspects in this murder is long and spans several generations of one extraordinary family tree. From the moment Grady Stiles
0: Jr. left the womb, it was clear his life wasn't going to be easy. He was born with ectodactyly, which is a genetic condition that causes the fusing of fingers and toes.
3: It's just two fingers on each hand and one toe on each leg.
0: Grady's
5: unique appendages were genetic by design, passed down from one generation to the next.
3: It started with my great-great-grandfather, actually. It's been going on about 152 years. Six generations.
0: As a small child, young Grady's peers were often less than kind. In the early 1940s, the kids responded to Grady with a certain amount of ridicule. We wouldn't even call it a disability during this period of time. We would call it, the guy was a freak. Because of
6: his obvious physical limitations and deformities, he was rejected by normal, so to speak, society. So he was a loner. Grady's father would soon show him how
0: to go from a pariah to a crowd pleaser. The carnival business in the 1930s and 40s was a thriving business. The minor league of circuses. You would have certain kinds of rides, and then you would have the sideshow attractions. The
5: Carnival Sideshow offered an array of bizarre curiosities, all housed
0: under a single tent. For one price, you get to see all these people. You had the alligator man. You might see Jeannie Tomaney, the world's only living half-girl.
6: Their disabilities were the things that attracted the people. To pay for the privilege of seeing them perform in some sort of a bizarre way. It's almost like a car accident. You really don't want to look, but you always find
0: yourself bending your neck and slowing down to see. Here you are in the middle of nowhere. You could be living in North Dakota, and all of a sudden, the play playing your town, and you feel like you're getting something that they're getting in the big metropolis.
5: The Stiles family had learned to use the carnival
0: to cash in on their afflictions.
3: The family show was known as The Lobster Family.
0: Grady's father, Grady Stiles Sr., was the head of the carnival. Grady was put on stage when he was four or five. He had no choice. Grady's sitting there next to his dad, and they would show their claws.
6: But Grady wasn't being put on stage because he had talent. He was put on stage because of the fact that he was a freak.
7: And people would just sit there and their eyes would grow wider and bigger. They're like,
5: he really does look like a lobster. Though traumatic for the small child, the lobster family attraction proved profitable and Grady's career was born.
0: What is so divergent is how Grady grows up with this ridicule because of his disability. But at the same time, he's rewarded for it
5: the traveling circus soon became his classroom.
0: Grady would get yanked out of school and he would then have to go on the road with his father and so he learned about people on that stage. He learned about what people like, what people are willing to pay money for.
5: The road taught Grady how to play people for money and soon the family moved from Pittsburgh to the Kearney capital of Gibsonton, Florida.
3: It was home. After a long time out there on the road, carnival people lived and had their shows and rides and everything.
5: For the first time, Grady
0: felt at home. What Gibsonton symbolized to Grady was normalcy. Gibsonton was a place for people who'd been pushed out of society people who had been pushed out because of their disabilities, because they didn't look the same as someone else. The town accommodated itself to these people. You'd go to the post office and they'd have counters down at waist level for little people.
6: It was a different world, a world of people that were, to say unusual is an understatement.
5: As Grady grew,
0: So did his physical abilities. Grady wanted to prove to people that he was just as good as anybody else.
3: He played baseball and ran, and his own version of running. He would jump across the platform and try to grab people.
0: He learned how to fire a gun, and he was a dead shot with the claws.
3: There wasn't nothing he
5: couldn't do. After years of walking with his arms, Grady's upper body strength was legendary.
0: One of the things that Grady was able to do to bring men down to his size was if he got into a problem with them, he'd walk over on his hands and he'd grab their testicles with his claw.
3: And he was capable of doing serious harm.
0: This guy could squeeze you like an anaconda snake.
5: Beyond his physical prowess... Grady demonstrated his business acumen by his early 20s.
3: He made good money out there. I mean, he really didn't have what you call a bad season.
5: Performing as lobster boy, Grady's fame and fortune grew, as did his showmanship. But he was never truly comfortable in his own skin.
6: There's no question about the fact that Grady resented the body that he was in.
0: He had been dealt a dead man's hand. And he felt isolated because of it. As a result, he developed a drinking problem. But soon, Grady finds a more potent distraction. <laughs> Teresa was a girl from Vermont, and she was somebody who wanted to get away from home. The Carney would play the town, and she looked at it as an escape. And she joined the Carney, and that's how she met Grady. Okay. The connection between Teresa and Grady was chemical.
5: Teresa and Grady's love coalesced from
0: her own tumultuous past. The carnival was an escape from a problematic childhood and adolescence. She went through a certain amount of abuse growing up. After a long romance, Grady and Teresa became husband and wife. Grady and Teresa connected because they saw something similar in each other. And when they got together, it became tragedy. <laughs> but marrying
5: Grady Styles would be the biggest mistake of her entire life.
6: She married into hell.
5: The private world of the Styles family will become more bizarre than any carnival oddity.
0: There was a duality to Grady Stiles. There was one side that was extremely likable, and then the dark side would come out.
3: His favorite words was, I got away with murder before, I can do it again.
8: Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon-perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours, and love your nails more than ever. I would know; I've been doing it for years. Get twenty percent off your first Manny system with code Perfect Manny Twenty at AlvinJune.com/PerfectManny20. That's Perfect Manny Twenty at AlvinJune.com/PerfectManny20.
4: Nothing is more personal or specific than our health and well-being. So it's really weird to me that most weight loss plans are one-size-fits-all. Noom, however, is different. Noom understands that every single person is unique, so they build personal plans to meet individual needs. I appreciate that Noom is designed this way, that it meets each person where they're at, and that its approach is based in psychology and biology. And not only that, this approach is grounded in science. Noom has published more than 30 peer-reviewed scientific articles about it. Noom also wants you to enjoy food so it doesn't restrict what you can eat or shame you for treating yourself. I actually overheard a conversation about Noom at my local cafe the other day. Both diners were talking about all these foods they've discovered that they really love, thanks to recipes they found on the Noom app. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
5: Grady Stiles Jr. and Teresa Herzog had fallen in love in the surreal world of the traveling
0: carnival. Teresa felt totally comfortable within the freakish environment of the carnival. In marriage, Grady and Teresa remain kindred spirits,
2: inseparable. (laughs) But their happiness will be short-lived.
5: The show must go on, and newlyweds Grady and Teresa are soon back on the road. When Grady's Lobster Boy show was up, it was Grady and Teresa. She was taking the money, he was doing the show. Offstage, the couple yearns to add a new member to the troupe.
0: They start figuring out what they're going to do with their lives, and inevitably that means having children. But there is no indication, none whatsoever, that they ever had a discussion about not passing the ectodactyly gene on. It was just, let's do it. And so, they have a child, and miraculously, she does not have the gene. Grady had something he never expected. A normal child. And Donna was the apple of his eye. But the joy
5: of new fatherhood is fleeting.
0: Now that he is a father, he doesn't do what a lot of fathers would do which is say, well, you know what, I better clean up my act because I'm an example to my child. It's the other way around. He keeps drinking.
5: Over the next few years, Grady's dependence on alcohol trumps those who depend on him.
0: Donna woke up in the morning and she found her father passed out on the floor and she would have to step over him on her way to school.
2: Something even darker festered deep inside Grady's psyche. We can only imagine what people said when they went to freak shows. Verbal abuse just coming left and right from everybody, and you had to
6: take it. Grady being on the road as a part of a carnival destroyed his sense of fairness, his sense of compassion.
0: Teresa soon learned that the man she married was not the man that she fell in love with.
6: Teresa was regularly, constantly, physically abused. He could slap you with the back of his claw, and it would be like a hammer.
5: In addition to blunt force, Grady possesses
0: an iron grip. He'd put his hand around her throat like this and starts squeezing, and he'd tell her how he could squeeze the life out of her. And she Good reason believed it.
6: This was her life, and she was incapable of rising above it. So she tried to find a way to live with it in spite of the horror that she was experiencing.
5: The booze and abuse don't prevent Teresa and Grady from having their second child, Kathy. And this time, the lobster legacy lives on.
3: I was identical to him in every way. The hands, the feet, everything.
0: Kathy was born into the Carney, And there was never any doubt on Grady's part that he was going to put her into the Carney the way that his dad did.
3: My father put me on the platform when I was five years old. And I pretty much took his place.
0: Kathy was being victimized in the same way that Grady was victimized by his parents who didn't give him any choice Donna and Kathy were becoming victims of Grady's life he's stepping up in terms of working harder because he's got a second child but the abuse is also stepping up
3: when he was drunk or drinking he became very mean very hateful when I was six years old I had this rabbit a pet rabbit And he took that rabbit from me, made me watch a snake eat that rabbit alive. How can you make a six-year-old child and hold her there against her will to watch it? If you had any compassion, how can anybody do that? I couldn't.
5: Like any good performer, Grady knows how to keep an audience on its toes.
6: You never knew on any given moment, what emotional state Grady would be in?
3: The biggest target was my mother. One night, my mother was sleeping. He got intoxicated, snuck out into the kitchen, took out the largest butcher knife there, went into the bedroom, stood on his knees, and held it up against her throat. That's how she woke up, was feeling a blade on her throat. And he looked at her. He says, do you know how easy it would be to slit your throat right now? I called the authorities many a time in Gibsonton. They never did nothing. I guess they looked at him like he was handicapped and wasn't able to do the things that we were saying he was doing. There was no leaving him. In the carnival business, you were always able to find somebody if you want them bad enough.
5: After 14 years of marriage, it seemed impossible for Teresa to leave Grady until
0: one day, he says goodbye. Unbeknownst to Teresa, he files for divorce. She never gets notified that she can come to court.
5: With Teresa absent from the proceedings, Grady is able to smear her name before the judge.
3: Proved her unfit to be a mother. My mother's not unfit to be a mother. Far from it. But he ended up with sole custody of us
0: he was that good. Grady was a con man. And Grady wanted to keep the children after the divorce because this was a family business. Once the divorce is finalized,
5: Grady Jr. spins his charm on another carny worker named Barbara Lucille. The two soon marry and Grady relocates his two daughters and new
0: wife to his native Pittsburgh. He's taken what existed in Gibsonton and just transplanted it over to Pittsburgh. New wife, same kids, same abuse, same booze.
5: Grady's drinking goes from bad to even worse.
3: He used to come home drunk. And if he called me and my sister out to the living room and if we wouldn't go, he'd come in the bedroom because we'd be hiding in the closet. And he would take the belt. Not the end of the leather belt, but the belt buckle. And he would end us hitting us around on the legs or wherever he felt like hitting. He would hit us.
5: Meanwhile, back in Florida, Teresa grows close to another carnival performer, Harry Glenn Newman.
3: He was a carnival performer. I guess you'd classify him as a dwarf.
5: Teresa and Harry soon have a child of their own.
3: My mother had a son... His nickname was Glenn.
0: Glennie is born without any physical deformities. His father is a dwarf, but he's fine. Up in Pittsburgh, the Stiles family continues to grow. After Barbara and Grady marry, he gets Barbara pregnant, and she gives birth to Grady Stiles III, who is known in the family as little Grady, and he has almost the exact same disability as his dad. As Grady's
5: vision for a new lobster roadside attraction crystallizes, one member of the
0: troop wants off the ride. Donna absolutely felt like an outsider. She was the quote unquote normal person within the family. And Donna is sick and tired of the abuse. And she wants out. At age 15,
5: Donna meets a boy three years her senior named Jack Lane. Jack
0: Lane is physically what Grady Styles is not. Good looking guy above average height and they decide that they're going to get married. Donna sees marriage as a perfect escape plan but she can't walk down the aisle without her father's permission. Grady's got to sign off on this because she's 15 years old. We're going to get
1: married. What?
0: grady hits the roof i I mean there's no way in the world that he wants this to happen
1: you're 15 years old
5: donna comes prepared for his protestations
4: see i love him a lot and well i'm gonna have his baby you you're pregnant
0: grady was between a rock and a hard place
4: we have to get married because you have to get married when you're pregnant right
0: If he doesn't sign the agreement allowing her to get married, his daughter will have a child out of wedlock, which is a very difficult thing to cope with. So Grady agreed to sign the papers.
3: Donna did use the pregnancy as an excuse. She was never pregnant.
5: Donna thinks she's conned a con man, but she isn't the only one planning for a day to remember.
0: The day before the wedding, it was supposed to be a happy day. The family was getting ready. They were going to have a little reception in the house. Donna was going to go out and get her dress. As Donna and Jack make their final
5: wedding preparations, Grady is running his own set of errands.
0: Grady decides to buy a rifle. They all reconvene at the house. Donna's outside, Barbara's outside, Kathy is outside.
1: You have no idea what you're doing. Just try and understand. I love her. Jack was
3: there at the house talking to my father.
1: You have no idea what love is, and you are not taking her. You're a kid and an idiot.
3: And they had a little argument. You can't control her anymore. You are not going to take She's my little mother
5: away from She's me. She mine. She is
1: not yours. She is mine, and she'll always be mine.
3: He had shot Jack twice in the back and Jack collapsed in front of the house. Jack, Jack. My father killed Jack, two bullets in the back. One pierced his lung, one pierced his heart.
0: Donna looks up, she sees her father smiling, and she says, you're going to die for this. Grady shows no remorse for
5: this cold-blooded killing.
3: He sat in a police car, looked at me, and laughed and said, yes, I did it, and I'd do it again. And they took him to jail. I believe he did it because he didn't want to lose one of his kids to somebody else. He wanted control of the family.
5: Grady is swiftly charged with murder, and he enters a plea of not guilty by reason of self-defense.
2: All I did was ask the kid to come into the house so we could talk about the way.
0: Grady claimed that Jack had threatened him and that Jack was going to get him and Jack was taking his daughter and therefore Grady figured he was justified in killing
2: him. He's moving in on me and, and, and this guy's really big, he's huge.
0: The family wanted him convicted. Kathy, Donna, certainly Teresa, they wanted him convicted of murder and, and with good reason. And the jury agrees. Grady's found guilty of third-degree murder, which ordinarily requires incarceration in a state prison. But Grady has one more card to play.
5: Ever the showman, he uses his condition to cast himself as a man of very special needs.
3: They say that the prison wasn't equipped for handicapped with a disability like his. So he was let go on probation and they told him to leave the state of Pennsylvania and never come back.
0: Grady always used his disability to beat the system, and he got away with murder, pure and simple. And it made him feel like he was on top of the world.
5: In the aftermath of the trial, the Stiles family structure is shaken up again.
0: Grady stays together with Barbara while his two girls, Kathy and Donna go back to live with their mom in Gibsonton, Florida.
3: After the verdict, I never had contact with my father. Donna never wanted to talk to him, get back in touch with him
5: or anything. Abandoned by his daughters, Grady goes back to the only thing he knows.
0: Grady picks up where he left off. He still has the sideshow going. He's the star. He also returns to his old habits. Barbara, Grady's second wife, goes through the same abuse that Teresa goes through. Every time people would see Barbara in public, she was beaten up. Her face was bruised. When he get drunk, he beat the hell out of her. Grady did not use that second chance that the judge gave him to change his personality or to even think twice about what he did. Grady soon adds humiliation to his arsenal of domestic terror. Grady would beat Barbara, and then he would pull off her rings, flush them down the toilet. It was all psychological abuse. And then Barbara would have to go into the septic system to try to retrieve the rings. And the joke in the house was that whenever there was this odor, they'd say, oh, Barbara must be trying to get her rings back. Every day, Grady becomes more volatile. He was certainly an abusive, sadistic individual. He wanted them to really be hurting the way he always hurt on the inside.
3: His favorite words was, I got away with murder before, I can do it again. She knew he was gonna kill her. It was just a matter of time. After several
5: years of marriage to his second wife, Barbara, Grady decides
2: he's in need of a change. And what do I get? What is this? Grady abused Barbara a lot like he had Teresa. But there was a difference.
3: Maybe this time you won't wake up in the morning.
2: Barbara had a breaking point. I
3: could walk out unlike you.
2: She started to fight back.
3: I got no need for you. You need, need, need. You think you can find somebody else? I dare you to try.
2: Grady grew tired of his battling with Barbara.
5: With his current relationship on the rocks, Grady reaches out to the very woman he divorced 14 years prior. Grady.
0: He decides, you know what, maybe I should romance Teresa again. Don't hang up, don't hang up. Grady
2: hadn't spoken to Teresa in years. He figured his chances of winning back Teresa were slim, but he decided to give
0: it a shot. At the same time, the most important aspect of this is Grady's on the wagon, he's not drinking. How are you? In a fortuitous
5: twist of fate, Teresa's own relationship with her second husband is on the rocks.
3: I don't really know what happened to my mother's relationship with Harry. The love wasn't strong enough, I guess.
2: I was hoping to be able to,
0: to see the kids. Grady had killed his daughter's fiance. Grady had abused Teresa. I miss the kids so much, Teresa. I miss him so much, and I miss you too. And yet, she decided to go back with him.
3: My father was her first love. When she met him, she fell for him, hook, line, and sinker. Kind of like a soulmate. And I think that's what rekindled the relationship up again.
5: And for once, it seems Grady may make good on his promise to finally be a better man.
3: My father quit his drinking and everything for a while. Everything was fine. He was this nice, caring, loving person.
5: Even his daughter, Donna, seems to be able to forgive him for the murder of her fiancé.
3: She was talking to him and everything, like, she forgot all those feelings that she ever had for him. I have no idea how she could forgive him for that.
5: Now Reunited the Styles family returns to what they do best.
0: They all get back into the carny business. And Glenny, who is Teresa's child with Harry Glenn Newman, he becomes the human blockhead, and he has a unique talent of pounding things up his nose. But it's now the early
5: 1990s, and human oddities don't have the public appeal they once
6: did.
3: I think people's attitude changed over the deformity of people.
6: That made this corny life so much more difficult. The dollars weren't there. The camaraderie wasn't there.
7: He knew that the days were numbered for the sideshow and the freaks.
5: For Grady, this harsh new reality leads him back to the bottle.
3: My father loved alcohol. That was his crutch of dealing with the stress.
0: And as a result, Teresa found herself in the same situation she'd had 20 years earlier.
5: As Grady retreats to his old habits, the Lobster family begins its final act. It was a cool autumn night like any other in Gibsonton, Florida.
0: Grady was in the main trailer watching TV with Teresa and Glennie. Around 11 o'clock, Teresa and Glennie decided to go to the rear trailer where Kathy lived with her family.
3: My mother and my brother came over to the house because my daughter was sick, and they came over to check on her. And um, we were over there talking, and we heard this pop, 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 and I didn't know what was going on.
0: At that point, a neighbor comes running and tells Kathy, I just
3: heard gunshots. And that's when we found my father dead, slumped over in the chair.
7: This was a premeditated cold act. Here's a man sitting in his easy chair in front of his television, and he is shot in the back of the head three times. Given Grady's long
5: history of violence, the list of people who might want him dead is substantial
0: detectives find Grady with three bullet holes in a nice neat row in the back of his head. And this tells them that whoever did this did it deliberately, and it's probably somebody that knows him, certainly somebody who had easy access to that trailer.
7: And so that pretty much determined for me that we needed to focus on the family and start doing some more serious interviews with these people. We talked with Teresa first. Her daughter lives across the street from them, and her son Glenn and herself went across the street to check on the babies. She was telling us that she didn't hear or see anything, and she didn't know anything about anything until she got back to the house and found the victim deceased.
5: Teresa's son Glennie recounts a slightly different story.
0: Glennie claimed that he heard the shots And then he goes with a neighbor, and they discover Grady dead.
7: So right away, we're like, ooh, this is a little bit different from what we're hearing. My husband just died,
0: you know? You got one family member saying, I heard three shots. And then you got another family member saying, I didn't hear anything.
5: Detectives suspect Glennie knows more than he's letting on, and they decide to put his story to the test.
7: We wanted to have a polygraph exam. And he agreed to go with us down to the polygraph office. He goes to the polygraph, and the polygrapher says, the test showed deceptive. And so then it's really a matter of pushing verbally.
0: Man, maybe i nervous. Why are you nervous?
7: Being aggressive, trying to get an admission of what's going on. And he eventually admitted that he hired someone to kill his stepfather. Then Glennie drops
5: another bombshell.
0: So, um, she asked me to find someone to handle it. Glennie told the detectives that it was his mother, Teresa Stiles, who set this whole thing up in order to protect herself. So, I have this friend who, um, kind of specializes in this sort of It doesn't thing.
5: So take much to get Glennie to spill the rest of the story.
6: He acknowledged that He and his mother had, uh, talked about it. And Teresa, uh, induced Glenn to find somebody to kill Grady. For this, Glennie knew just who to turn to. Glenn reached out to Chris Wyant, a friend of his. For some limited sum of money, he agreed to kill him. With Glennie in
5: custody, detectives turned their attention to Teresa and suspected teenage hitman
7: Chris Wyant. Glenn was taken to jail and booked for murder. Then my partner and I traveled back to the crime scene location. Then Teresa's arrested for murder. Surprisingly, detectives find a very cooperative suspect. She did acknowledge that it was Glenn who hired somebody to come in and shoot him. An APB is sent out for the
5: trigger man, and Chris Wyant is quickly discovered alone at his home.
0: Once they have Chris Wyant in custody, he explains the entire plot to kill Grady.
7: Chris was waiting outside And when Glenn and Teresa leave the front door, that was the signal for Chris to go into the house and then shoot the man dead. (laughs) This group of three conspired
5: to commit the murder. And it's Teresa who is the first to face a jury.
0: The entire family came to Teresa's defense.
4: My mom couldn't sleep for fear of him.
0: The defense was to show how brutal and callous Grady was when he was drinking, that he was a dangerous man, that he was going to kill her, and that she had no choice but to arrange for his death, otherwise he would kill her. Essentially, the idea was to put Grady on trial.
6: Battered woman syndrome, which is a classical defense, was for my kids. is someone responding to being abused.
2: After what happened with my daughter and her boyfriend,
1: he just kind of felt invincible.
6: Grady was murdered because he deserved to be murdered.
5: The
0: court partially agrees. The jury decided that murder had been committed, but they took mercy on Teresa, and they convicted her of manslaughter. But Glenny's trial is a more straightforward affair. Glenny was convicted of first-degree murder and is now in jail for the rest of his life.
3: Glenny got tired of seeing his mom beat. The best way to, clear, to sum it up is to make Glenny a hero. That's paying for something that he shouldn't have to pay for.
2: The hitman accepts a plea bargain without going to trial. He had pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 27 years. As Teresa and Glenny's case comes to a close. The parallels to Grady's own murder trial
0: in 1978 can't help but arise. What will always haunt me is talking to Donna on the steps of the courthouse in the middle of the trial, and I asked her about Jack Lane. And she said, my father killed a 17-year-old man, and he in turn was killed by a 17-year-old man. There's a poetic justice to that. The story of the lobster boy and his family
5: abounds in irony and tragedy. The man who performed in a sideshow created a real-life horror show for his family, and especially his wife.
0: Teresa and Grady's relationship as a whole, it's like two accidents waiting to happen. There was some sort of strange orbit that they were in where they kept getting attracted to each other and going back.
3: Losing my father didn't really bother me that much. It was more like a relief that the abuse was over. It was one evil person out of this world. In my book, he was nothing more than Satan himself. My mother misses him. Every Christmas, every anniversary. She misses him, and she hurts. And how she could still care for him, I don't know. But she does. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you.
8: Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of Hyaluronic Acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty free, and climate neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code SUMMER at Oseamalibu.com. That's O S E A MALIBU.com code SUMMER.
4: Dan and Nancy reside in the peaceful suburbs just outside of Portland, where they are living out their golden years. Their marriage spans over two decades and is seen as a pillar of the community but when dan is found dead in his classroom nancy finds herself at the center of a murder case that could be ripped from the pages of her novels binge all episodes of happily never after dan and nancy ad-free right now on wondery plus
6: acast powers the world's best podcasts
1: here's a show
5: that we recommend